so glad you're here. I'm Nicole, and welcome to King's Court Podcast. Have you ever been asked by a non-believer what it means to be born again? In simple terms, it means your spirit is changed because you have accepted Jesus as your Savior. The Gospel of John describes it in this way. As many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood or of the flesh, but of God. When you believe on Jesus, it means that you believe he was crucified in your place. Jesus, who lived a completely sinless life, took all your sin took curses, judgment, guilt, and condemnation on the cross. Your old spirit has been raised from the dead, and you are brand new. You are one spirit with Jesus Christ, seated in heavenly places. You have free access to the Father. He will never judge or condemn you. Everything that is true of Jesus is true of your born-again spirit. However, our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions must be changed so we can experience the benefits of salvation. As you begin to renew your mind to the Word of God, your life will dramatically change. Did you know Your spirit can be trained and built up. This happens through the study of God's word. Spiritual things can never be fully understood with our natural mind. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The natural mind cannot receive the things of the spirit, for they are foolishness to him. The revelations we receive from the Word of God are understood through our spirit. Day by day, we renew ourselves by being washed in His Word. The Word will renew and restore us. A carnal Christian is ruled by their body and emotions. God's Word feeds our spirit. It builds us up. Jesus himself told us his words were spirit and life and that his words shall never pass away. The Lord watches over his word to perform it. One of the first scriptures I studied when I became a Christian was Psalm 91. There are seven promises for us in Psalm 91. I'd like to read to you from Peggy Joyce Ruth's book, Psalm 91, God's Umbrella of Protection. Have you ever been inside a cabin with a roaring fire in the fireplace, enjoying a feeling of safety and security, even while a storm was going on outside? It's a wonderful feeling to know you are sheltered and protected from the storm. That is what Psalm 91 is all about. 
Did you know there is a place in God, a secret place, for those who want to seek refuge? It is a literal place of physical safety and security that God is referring to. Dwelling in the shelter of the Most High is the Old Testament's way of teaching faith. This gives us the most intense illustration of the very essence of personal relationship. We as human beings have no innate built-in shelter. Alone we stand shelterless against the elements and must run to the shelter which is in God himself. In verse 1, God is offering us more than protection. It is as if he is rolling out hospitality and personally inviting us in. I am sure every one of you can think of something that represents security to you. That secret place is literal, but also conditional. In verse 1 of Psalm 91, God lists our part of the condition before he even mentions the promises included in his part. That's because our part has to come first in order to abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We must choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. The question is, how do we dwell in the security and shelter of the Most High? It is more than an intellectual experience. It is a dwelling place where we can be physically and spiritually protected if we run to Him. You may utterly believe that God is your refuge. You may give mental assent to it in your prayer time. You may even teach a Sunday school lesson on this concept. You may even get a warm feeling every time you think of it. But unless you do something about it, unless you actually get up and run to the shelter, you will never experience it. You also might call that place of refuge a love walk. In fact, the secret place is, in reality, the intimacy and presence of God himself. Where is your secret place? You too need the security and shelter of a secret place with the Most High. This place of refuge is actually your relationship with the Father that you have cultivated and developed by making it a very personal and intimate time. Psalm 91 verse 16 says, Let him behold my salvation. Allowing those who love him to behold his salvation is the last promise found in Psalm 91. Behold simply means to see something and take hold of it and make it your own. God wants us to take hold of his salvation. This last line in Psalm 91 describes our ultimate final victory. The order of this sentence gives us promise that we will see salvation face to face during and after our long satisfied life. 
This moves us beyond an intellectual knowledge of salvation to a personal relationship with the Lord and Jesus Christ. It secures our future, but it starts now. Jesus constantly reminded us that salvation is now, today it has come. Many people are surprised when they look up the word salvation in a Bible concordance and find that it has much deeper meaning than just a ticket to heaven. We often miss the richness of this promise. According to Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, the word translated salvation includes health, healing, deliverance, rescue, safety, protection, and provision. What more could we want? God's promises allow us to see and take hold of His life and His deliverance. Many people read Psalm 91 and simply see it with their physical eyes, but very few behold it with their lives. Nothing in this world can be relied upon as confidently as God's promises when we believe them, refuse to waver, and decide to make His Word our final authority for every area of our lives. I believe that Psalm 91 is a covenant, a spiritual contract that God has made available to His children, especially in these difficult days. But there are some who ask, how do you know that you can take a song from the Psalms and base your life on it? Jesus answered that question. The value of the Psalms was emphasized when he cited them as a source of truth that must be fulfilled. Listen to the words of Luke in chapter 24. Now he said to them, These are my words, which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. When Jesus specifically equated the Psalms to the law of Moses and the prophets, we see that it is historically relevant, prophetically sound, and totally applicable and reliable for today. At a time when there are so many uncertainties facing us all, it is more than comforting to know that God not only knows ahead of time what we will be facing, but he also made absolute provision for us. Someone once pointed out, it is interesting that the world must have gotten its distress 911 number from God's answer to our distress call, Psalm 91 verse 1. It seems only a dream now to think back on the time when my mind was reeling in fear and doubt. Little did I know when I asked God that pertinent question years ago, is there any way for a Christian to escape all the evil that is coming on this world? He gave me a dream that would not only change my life, but also change the lives of thousands of others who would hear and believe. My mind cannot even begin to comprehend God's goodness. Truly, what a mighty God we serve. On that Sunday, I drove home from church, asking the Lord, 
Is there any way to be protected from all the evil that is coming on the earth? I was not really expecting an answer. I was merely voicing the thought that kept going over and over in my mind. I remember lying across the bed and falling immediately to sleep. When I woke up, however, I remembered a very unusual dream. In the dream, I was in an open field, asking the same question that I had asked the Lord earlier. And in my dream, I heard these words, In your day of trouble, call upon me and I will answer you. Suddenly I knew I had the answer that I had so long been searching for. I was filled with joy and remember more of the dream. In the dream, I was standing with hundreds and hundreds of Christians in an open field, praising and thanking God for that answer, just to praise him in the day of trouble, to call upon him and he would answer me. But it wasn't until I thought about it more and studied Psalm 91 and listened to a tape by Shirley Boone that I suddenly knew that whatever was in that psalm was God's answer to my question. I nearly tore up my Bible to see what it said. And there, in verse 15, was the exact statement God had spoken to me in my dream. I could hardly believe my eyes. I believe that you who are listening are among the many Christians who are pictured with me in that open field, who will, through this message, get your answer to the question. Since the early 1970s, I've had many opportunities to share this message, and I believe that God has commissioned me to write this book to proclaim God's covenant of protection. I pray you are sincerely blessed by it. Dwelling in God's shelter is the most important place we can be. And remembering that on our own, alone, we stand shelterless against the elements. It is in God that we will truly find safety and security. Thanks for joining me today. Till next time, this is Nicole from the King's Court Podcast.